Welcome to the Main Street to the World podcast, your passport to boundless travel inspiration and adventure. Brought to you by Coasters and Castles Travel, our podcast takes you on an exhilarating journey through a world of destinations and experiences. From the enchantment of Disney destinations and the thrills of Universal Studios parks and resorts, to the elegance of luxury travel and the tranquility of all-inclusive beach resorts. We delve into the diverse realms of travel. Join us as we explore the globe, sharing insights on theme park vacations, cruising, destination weddings, family travel, special needs travel, and so much more. Let your wanderlust be ignited and your horizons expanded as we unlock the treasures of travel together. And the hosts of the podcast are... Hi everyone, I'm April. I'm one of the owners of Coasters and Castles Travel and I love talking with you every week to tell you about our travel experiences and our opinions and recommendations. And I'm the proud mom of two kids that uh, love to travel with me. And hey everybody, I'm Whitney Maddox. Um, I have been a travel advisor with Coasters and Castles for seven years now. And um, I'm a homeschooling mom of two girls, so I always love to incorporate all that when we are in our travels. And we try to get down to Disney and other places every few months here and uh, keep all the good content coming to you so we can keep you updated on everything going on. And I'm Lynn. I'm the other owner of Coasts and Castles Travel. And I'm uh, kind of taking over the travel bug from my dad. My dad loved to travel. And never expected to be doing this in my life but this is where my path has has brought me we are you know exploring the world at this point now we started with areas we knew and checking out new destinations all the time and and happy to share that welcome back to the main street to the world podcast we do want to thank all of our listeners i think it was just last week that april posted that we've now had 2500 downloads of the podcast so that was quite a feat and we do want to thank you all for listening um we're going to do something a little different tonight april had an idea for us to play some disney trivia um so you can of course try to play along at home but we will definitely tell you the answers you know as each one of us goes if one of us does not get it right so we're going to try not to make it too crazy on here so that you can you know it's not people shouting over each other. We're not keeping score here or anything like that. We're just kind of doing it for a fun uh, episode. So, <clears throat> April, this was your idea. I guess you get to go first. Okay, so I'm going to start a nice general question that both of you, I have no doubt, are going to know the answer. How many fingers does Mickey Mouse have? Oh, Lynn raised her hand. Okay. Four. Yes. So he has three fingers and a thumb. So if you count the thumb, then it's, it's still a finger. And it's four. Yeah. Oh my God, I actually knew an answer. See? <laughs> I went really easy on you. Start easy. Maybe I'll throw a couple of tougher ones out. Well, I'm going to pick tough ones because you guys will know everything else. So I don't know. Um, okay, Whitney, you're up. Okay. The voice of Aladdin in the animated film starred, wit- he starred in which popular 1990s sitcom? Oh, that's definitely an April question. I don't do sitcoms. I don't even know who the voice of Aladdin was. <laughs> I can't think of who the voice of Aladdin was. I know I'll kick myself, but. Keep, do, you, do you want me to tell you? Uh, how about a hint? Can you give a hint? Um, okay. He played the boyfriend 
of someone in this sitcom. It was on. <laughs> now is it down to half the sitcom? It was on TGIF and it was an ABC show. And it was about, a, there was a lot of people in it, it, in the show. Lots of people starred in it. It's <laughs> <laughs> a really vague hint. Like a lot Sorry, of people I were know. in the sitcom and there was a boyfriend. I know, that was a bad clue. Okay. Was well, it in my generation? Let's put it that way. Is it some, or was it like 1990s? It was, okay. It was in the 90s. All right. Yeah. All right. I, I don't know. I'm going to pass. Okay. He played Steve in Full House. The voice of Aladdin played Steve in Full House. Okay. Full disclosure. I hated Full so Stop it. I did. Stop I know. I'm gonna, no hate mail from that. My daughter loved it. Like we had the DVDs in the house, and my daughter loved it. Her dog is named Comet for Comet from Full House. Aww. See, Good she story. would have known this. She would have known this. I, I do remember the character Steve, but I have no idea who played him. I don't have no okay, idea. Okay, Scott Weiger is, is who played him. Oh, uh, no, I don't know that name. I'm. Uh, no, if you had done something to John Stamos from Full House, that I probably could have guessed. Yeah. I know. I've- I mean, I, I did watch Full House periodically, but I probably saw maybe five or ten episodes total. Um, I love that show. And I didn't dislike it, considering it was a sitcom. I yeah. really, really, really despise sitcoms. Ugh, you know, the canned laughter just Ugh. drives me insane. I can't stand any of them. I have never found one that I actually said, I have to watch this every week. That was, that one, Full House was bad. It was just yeah, the really laugh track. bad. I feel like all of it had so many good family values, though. Me and the girls have watched the whole thing again on Hulu. We've watched all of them. Oh, there you go. That was our that was our quarantine uh, binge watching. For me, I mean, back in the day, it was you know I could I could still even to this day binge watch binge watch the Dukes of Hazard. Yeah, I love the Dukes of Hazard. So if it comes on and I find a channel that has it on, I'll start watching it and watch it over and over again. Knight Rider. Um, I like Knight Rider. Um, I did watch um, Dallas. I loved Dallas. You know, um, another Friday right, night. So we're two questions yeah, in and totally already up. off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> Not hard to do <laughs> already. Okay, so this be episode, I should have right? an easier one. <laughs> so, how much land does Disney World comprise? And 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 you don't have to do it in acres. I feel like it's like thirty-seven thousand acres. Yeah, don't do acres because I don't have that in the answer. It's square miles. Oh, oh well, that I don't know. I know acres. I think it's somewhere around there for acres. Uh, I know it's like twice the size of Manhattan. That much I know. And I then I'll give a bonus miles. one for it too. So square. I, okay, so square mile. Is it like thirty-eight square mile? Thirty-seven square miles? No. So Disney World Resort encompasses roughly fifty square miles. 50 square miles. Okay. Now, here's a bonus question because it goes with this. So, and how much money was that land originally purchased for? Oh, wasn't it like 2 million or something? It wasn't much. Or, no, it started, I mean, it started cheap until they figured out Walt Disney was buying it and then it jacked up to like prices. But overall, maybe like 5 million or something that they paid overall for it. Yeah. Five million dollars oh. for all that swamp. Yeah, land. but he got most of the land cheap before the Orlando Sentinel picked up the story and a waitress at a cafe saw Walt Disney sitting there and then they put two and two together and the Orlando Sentinel said, Walt Disney is the mystery man buying all the land. Yeah. 
Yeah. So here's one of those things. This is one of those things that drives me crazy when people talk about, you know, Disney pricing going up and everyone says, oh, Walt is rolling over in his grave. Not so much, guys. Walt's cheated. <laughs> yeah. That land cheap, cheap, cheap. <laughs> he created a bunch of, brilliant. you know, what were they called? Those other Those, kind of companies. Well, um, they were, they were just, they were false companies. There's another yeah, name for it though. Um, I don't remember. Shadow companies? No. Um, whatever. But all these other companies that weren't real companies to buy the land. Yeah. So. He was just a good businessman. Oh, Shell. Shell Shell company. That's what it comes down to. Yeah, no, I agree. But I just want to say, you know what I mean? It's, you know, one of those things, you know, when, oh, Walt would roll over his grave with all these price increases. No, 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 no. No, he was running a business. Yeah. Roy would have been very happy. (laughs) Okay, April, you're next. All right, here's a a softball one because it's one of my favorites. In the Haunted Mansion, how many haunted... Happy haunts are there. 999. Yes, ma'am. Thank you very With much. With room for one more. With room Always for one more. Always room for one more. Be sure to bring your death certificate. Yep. Yeah. Hmm. All right. All right, Whitney. Okay. Can you name all of the three fairies that are in Sleeping Beauty? No. <laughs> go for it. <laughs> Flora, Fauna, and Meriwether. Yeah, girl. There you go. Of course, Sleeping Beauty. It has Maleficent. It's my favorite. Yeah, oh yeah, I should have known. That's okay. Um, okay, so which <clears throat> is the smallest and the largest theme park at Disney World? April? The largest by land is Animal Kingdom. And I think the smallest is Hollywood Studios, is my guess. You were right in the first one, you're not in the second one. So before I give you the answer, do you have any idea how many acres Animal Kingdom is? I believe the safari is like 5,000 acres. I'm not sure the overall park, but I think because of the safari being like 5,000 acres, that's what makes it the largest Disney. It's actually only 580 acres. Oh, all right. I was way off. For all of Animal Kingdom. And Magic Kingdom is the smallest at 107 acres. Okay. I wasn't sure like how they would count it where they have the space of the utilidors, if that would be factored into it. No. Okay. So I just found that very interesting. So it is interesting. Huh. That is. Uh, I, oh, did I just uh, skip Whitney? I skipped Whitney. No, no. No, you, I asked. You did it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I okay. definitely. I definitely would have thought the Hollywood. How big is Hollywood Studios? I don't know. It feels small. <laughs> it's not on the. Ter- it's not on my questions. Like it really. It does feel small. That I feel like Magic Kingdom. Like to walk Magic Kingdom, I feel like it. You're walking further than if you're doing a circle in Hollywood. Right. But I don't know. That's interesting. All right, so I have I have a more of a random question for you. What is the name of the sea serpent by the pool at Port Orleans French Quarter? Oh, I know this. Oh, I you don't. do? Yes. Okay, King Neptune. No, his name's Scales. Oh, sorry, the sea serpent. The I sea thought serpent. Meant, oh, I did know that too. <laughs> I believe. I you was did. thinking the the guy riding the riding it, who everyone thinks is oh. King Triton. But it's really not. It's King Neptune. Scales. Yeah. Scales. I jumped the gun. I got too excited there. That's okay. (laughs) You were on the right track, though. All right, Whitney. Okay. We're going to go to Disneyland. Okay. Okay. So of the rides in Fantasyland, which one was not there on opening day? Okay. I'm going to give you a choice, though. Okay. So I was going to say of the ones that are there now? No. um, 
Yeah. Okay. So of of these four, which one was not there on opening day? So we have Peter Pan's Flight, Pinocchio's Daring Journey, Snow White's Scary Adventures, and Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Oh, that's hard. So one of those four was not there on the opening day of Disneyland. I'm going to throw a guess out there. I don't know, but I'm going to throw a guess out there. Okay, go ahead. I'm going to actually go with Pinocchio. You're right. It is Pinocchio. Oh, I was was going to guess Peter Pan. That was literally a total guess, and I don't even know why. It did not actually open there until 1983 as part of the new Fantasyland. Very interesting. Okay. So, um, and this is an average. How many people visit Disney World each day? In all the parks? Yep. In Disney World. The average daily attendance. Now or (laughs) pre-COVID? Well, I'm going to go. I think it's probably pre-COVID. Okay. I don't know when this um, stuff was written. It's actually a shocking number. So, so for all of the parks and springs and everything, probably. Um, I don't just, think springs. I don't think springs. Okay, so just the parks. An yeah. average, I'd say 300,000 people. This says 53,000. No. It says when Magic Kingdom first opened in 1971, Disney World averaged 10,000 visitors per day. Today, the average daily attendance is around 53,000. But the question is, how many people visit Disney World each day, not Magic Kingdom? I think they may be just talking about one park. But even like, that, there's no way there's only 53,000 It doesn't even parks? seem right for Magic Kingdom. Right. No. Because I would I mean, picture capacity being closer, closer to like 100. Like top capacity. Oh, yeah. I would I, I so, would have said like 200,000 for... Well, that's why I was thinking kind of like an average of like 75,000 a park and that kind of kind of averaging out the year. Yeah. Slower times know, and busier times. Says, so. so that's interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. So I just looked because I was curious, and it says mm-hmm. in 2019, their attendance was 20.96 million, like overall. But like if you, mm-hmm. I mean, per day, if you divide that, that really is only 50, 54,000, which just seems not correct. But That seems incredibly low. 20.96 million, so it'll be 20 and then 57. I, I just did. I went to buy 20 million. That's 57,000. Yeah. Huh. That's interesting because that's interesting. That seems low, low, but I don't know. I guess it's perception too. Feel, some days it feels like you've got like 2 million people in a park next to so, so I definitely thought it was over 100,000 yeah. capacity. Yeah. I mean, but again, you have it's an average. So you may right. have some days that are higher. Right. Absolutely. And then you and have then, other days that are really low. Right. And that could drag that down too. Yeah. So, but yeah, so that is interesting. So, and that was all four parks. That wasn't just Magic Kingdom that you looked up, right? Yeah. yeah that was, that's not all of Walt Disney World. It just said the most visited park was Magic Kingdom, which, obviously. yeah. But yeah, no. Interesting, interesting, interesting. So, I liked that question. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. So, who was Geppetto's pet and Pinocchio? Well, which one? <laughs> Just says Geppetto's pet. Well, I'm gonna guess because I think I know I know this too, but I'm gonna say Cleo the cat. Yeah. Well, there was Cleo a fish. Was the fish. Cleo. Oh, Cleo was the fish. Yeah. It was Figaro the cat. Yes. Figaro's the cat. So the answer is Figaro. Figaro the fish, and then Cleo the cat. Yeah. No, you were close. You had it reversed. <clears throat> um, no, I picked that because my cat's name is. Aww. He is. Although he's all black, he's not black and. That's okay. And he doesn't. He's not a cat. He's a moose. 
he's he's a big. He just like looks like a cat. He just looks like a cat. He looks like he's a the small biggest coon I've ever seen. I don't know. He, he's he is a big cat, but I mean, he's probably got to be 27, 28 pounds. No, he's more like twenty four, twenty five. He's not quite above that. He's actually he's not really thick. He's just long. Yeah, he's just big. Well, I wasn't saying he was fat, but so huge. Yeah. So, but he is very thick. Okay. Yeah. All right. Hey, Miss Whitney. <clears throat> okay, you guys are gonna know this one, I'm sure, but. The many adventures of Winnie the Pooh replaced which ride at the Magic Kingdom? Toad. Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. And then you could see in the ride where Toad is handing the deed of the ride over to Owl. So it's a little nod in there. And then I love seeing Mr. Toad in the Pet Cemetery. I know. R.I.P. Mr. Toad. And there's a nod to Mr. Toad in Splash Mountain, too. As you're walking in, yes. As you're walking in, when you're going down that hallway... There's mm-hmm. the shadow of him in his rocking chair. I think that's just Br'er Frog. I read that it was a note to a, a nod oh, to maybe Mr. Toad. Interesting. I'll know. keep an eye out. There's on that. a Br'er Frog, but we'll have to look at that. Okay, so for all those people who complain about ticket prices, and keep in mind uh, when it first opened, they had e-tickets. But what were the admission prices when Disney World first opened? Disney World or Land World? Hmm. Like $39 a day? It's probably even $3.50. I was going to say like $5.50. <laughs> but that was the admission price. You then had to buy yeah, a then you buy the ticket. The ride. That's so but that was just the admission. And just to walk in to see there, to see the castle was $3.50 back in 1970. God, I would pay imagine? that all day. <laughs> oh, that you couldn't do real. anything. But I know. I will, just to walk know, in to under, walk. The, <laughs> under the thingy, because I'm sure that even the train had a had a Number a certain number of tickets you had to ride do to ride it. I would be totally fine to just walk in and walk around, not ride anything. Well, so, you know, okay. with all the talks of Disneyland Paris charging for fast passes, we may see something similar to this again. Oh, <laughs> uh, we'll see. I don't think we'll have quite Paris's plan. I don't think so either. <clears throat> I think it would be something closer to Max Pass. Today's Main Streets of the World episode is proudly brought to you by Coasters and Castles Travel. Ready to bring your travel dreams to life? Look no further. Coasters and Castles Travel is your ultimate full-service agency, specializing in a wide range of travel experiences. From Disney destinations and Universal Studios parks and resorts, to cruises, ocean, river, expedition, and luxury. All-inclusive resort vacations, luxury escapes, European adventures, destination weddings, group travel, special needs travel, adult-only getaways, and of course, family adventures. Our team of expert travel advisors is here to craft the perfect journey for you. Whether you're seeking thrilling theme park experiences or luxurious cruises, every detail will be tailored to perfection. And if the world of travel planning beckons you. Coasters and Castles Travel is currently welcoming applications for travel advisors. For more details, explore www.travelcnc.com or reach out via email at info at travelcnc.com. Now let's dive back into the excitement. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, me too. But people are freaking out and 
about it. Uh, I, I mean, they're just going to, there's no way it's going to be a free service. I am willing to put no. a lot of money down on the fact that it will not be free service. So, but I don't know anything yet. So we'll see. It'll be interesting to see what happens with dining plans too when they come back. Will they be the yes. same? Will they be different? Who knows? Interesting. All right. So what were Mickey Mouse's first spoken words ever? I know this, I think. Go for it, Whitney. Hot dog. You're right. <laughs> I wanted to say happy birthday. <laughs> I know it's not right, but just all I could think of was Frosty. With, happy <laughs> birthday. As soon as you said that, I knew you were thinking of Frosty. <laughs> I knew it wasn't totally right. Related. And I knew it was Frosty. <laughs> <coughs> but that was what popped in my head. Oh, so gosh. Fair enough. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Okay. Which of the classic rides, I'm going for all the rides. I like the ride stuff. Which of the classic <laughs> rides can be found at every Disney park around the world? So it's a small world Peter Pan, Pirates, or Dumbo? Pirates. I think it's Peter Pan. Ah, it's Dumbo. Small. Oh, Dumbo. Oh, wow. All of the parks have Dumbo the Flying Elephant. Huh. I thought they all had pirates. Well, now I'm curious which one doesn't have pirates because I, I don't know. know me too. Uh, does Par- Paris have pirates? I thought it did. It says pirates. Is it Disneyland, Magic Kingdom, Tokyo, and Disneyland, Disneyland Paris, and Shanghai? So which one does that leave that it's not at? Hong Kong. Oh, Hong Kong. I could have sworn I was. There was one in Hong Kong. I know. Huh. Oh, well. <clears throat> Okay, so what? which messy item does Disney not sell anywhere inside the park? <laughs> April? No, April. Nor at uh, Orlando International Airport, chewing gum. There's no gum at the airport? Uh, that was, I don't, I'll, I'll say, I don't know recently, but I know that was Walt Disney's one of his things is he didn't want chewing gum in the park. So they didn't want chewing gum sold at the airport. So people would bring it to the park. Oh. I don't know if that's still the rule. Oh, okay. Cause it does say that you can bring your own gum into the park, but yes, yeah, they're is. not going to confiscate it. Like if you go and buy it at target or something, they're not going to take it away from you, but you cannot buy chewing gum in the park. And that's still I'm pretty thing. sure you can buy it at the airport. I'm pretty yeah, sure I've seen I'll it at the look. airport when I'm flying out. So <laughs> I'll have to look next time. Be a little you know, I mean, I don't chew gum, but, but that was correct. April, you're next. All right. Here, here's a softball as well. When did Disneyland open? Month, day, year. Oh, forget it. Well, <laughs> they just had their 66th. I know it was literally days ago. <laughs> so then what month would it be? July, okay, July. Yep. 1955. But yep. wait, I have to think about this because... What day did I see a lot of posts? It was the day after my mom's birthday. So the 17th? Yes. 17th. July 17th, 1955. All right. That was a good one. Okay. Well, while we're on this topic, when did Walt Disney World open? We should all know this. (laughs) October 1st, 1971. Yes. All right. So when did Epcot open? I know that was just the 35th anniversary. October. The 30th. Yeah, 35th anniversary two years ago, so. October 1st, 1982. Yes. Yes. I love right. Epcot. Okay. When did, when did Animal Kingdom open? I don't know. I'm going to take it. April 22nd, 
Yeah. Hollywood Studios, I have no idea. I feel like we don't have enough celebrations for Hollywood Studios. They don't Hollywood make like- Studios was May 1st, 1989. 1989. Okay. I know. It feels like it's just, I guess... Animal Kingdom, you can think of because you can relate it to Earth Day. Earth Day, yeah. But, yeah, May 1st, 1989. Earth Day used to change. So many times it was on my birthday, and I hated that it was on my birthday. Oh, yeah. No, now it's April 22nd, so you don't have to share. And and, and now, and sometimes it's also Secretary's Day. What, how, when did Earth Day change? I don't know. It used to it'd be, it was not always the 22nd. Oh, that's interesting. They so would celebrate it because I remember a couple of years of it happening on my birthday. And I'm like, what the heck? It's my day. <clears throat> Pick another one. So apparently they did. <laughs> they took your advice. Okay. <clears throat> How many times, and this can be up till now, has Disney World closed to the public? Well. Not including every night when it, you know what I mean, normally closes. So like three? No. No, like, are you, but what about COVID? Can we call that one yes. closure? Yeah. Yes. It was one closure. An instance. Well, yes. it was one closer, closure. Yes. Um, well, I know they cl- they closed after 9-11. They closed for a couple of hurricanes. They closed for COVID. So, like, five times? It's actually eight. Eight. Oh, wow. Hurricane Floyd in September of 99. The 9-11 terrorist attack. Yep. Hurricane Charlie in August 2004, mm-hmm. Hurricane Francis in September of 2004, Hurricane Jean in 2004, it didn't give me a month, Hurricane Matthew, October 2016, my friends were at that one, Hurricane Irma, September of 2017, and COVID in March. Of- yes, I had a lot of clients there and <clears throat> Irma, and that was like the most stressful. It was not obviously not as stressful as the COVID shutdown, but... Yeah. Oh my so it is interesting. On September 3rd, 2019, Disney World closed all of its theme parks in preparation for Hurricane Dorian. Epcot closed at 7 p.m., but the other parks shut down at 3 p.m. Since storm changed course, never required a full day of closure. They haven't counted that. <laughs> so it closed early, but there was never a full day that they were closed for Dorian. Very interesting. All right. Is it my turn again? It is. Is yeah, even though you okay. took like three questions. I know. But... <laughs> well, here's, a, here's another year question for you. What year did Disney MGM Studios become Disney Hollywood Studios? Such a good one. Just guess. Um, 2008. You're correct. I literally threw <laughs> a number out there. You are correct. It wow. uh, close of business January 6, 2008. The park got renamed. Huh. Yep. Interesting. That was a good guess. MGM forever. I still call it that. And I will never know. I still. MGM and downtown Disney is still. Heck yes. Okay, Um, Whitney. Okay. I'm trying to think of how to, how to like word this. Um, Okay. So in Animal Kingdom, the Yeti on Expedition Everest used to move, but it doesn't anymore because there's like a crack in the foundation and they can't make it move. So what do they use now to make it look like it's still moving and coming out at you, even though it's actually stationary? Well, considering I've been on and April has, and I'm going to try and answer this, I'm guessing it's a strobe light. It is a strobe light. <laughs> Don't they call it like Disco Yeti now or something? Am I getting that? It is. No, there? you're right. It All is right. called I Disco thought so. Yeti. I'm like, that was in my head, like Disco Yeti. And yes, I haven't ridden it, but I have seen POVs of it. So yes. I have a vague idea. Yeah. And I actually did, did you ride that when it was 
the normal one ever, Lynn? Probably. I definitely did. And it was like way scary, but it still does look like it's coming out. I don't, I don't ride it a lot often actually, because it goes backwards for so long that I get sick. Yeah. So I've been on it probably three or four times, but I always get off and I feel miserable. And then I, I literally feel sick for hours. So it's just not worth it. You're like, why did I do this again to myself? Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. All right, Lynn, you're up. Okay. How tall is Cinderella Castle? I feel like I want to say it's 199 feet. You are so close. What is it? 189 feet. Oh. And it has something to do with being like perspective well and it's tall enough that they don't need to have like a thing on the top of it for the airplanes yeah Yeah. it's like one foot shorter than what would be required to have a beacon for air airplanes flying overhead so something like that here i'll do a bonus one and how many different towers are there atop the castle i don't think i'm ever gonna forget this one i don't know i'm gonna totally guess 12 it's actually my favorite number 27 Oh, really? Is that many? Yeah. Huh. Probably in all the different places you don't even realize. Yeah. And they might count those little ones, too. Oh, maybe. (laughs) That are outside. I'm not sure. I'd have to look at a picture. I know. I'm going to have to look at the castle more now. All right. Well, another castle question. How many bricks make up the castle? (laughs) All right, Liz. Liz. (laughs) None. 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 It's all plaster. Yes. And steel. It's just... Painted to look like bricks. That was so tricky. That was a tricky question. Although, if you saw what we saw when they were actually repainting it, you would really think oh. they were bricks because they had paint by number on it. I know. But it's literally yes, all it like cement and all number. that stuff. I mean, it totally makes sense because how could you possibly look at like a, like a plan and figure out like, okay, I've got to count four bricks down and three bricks over and this one's light gray and that one's a darker gray. Like... Right. You couldn't even. But, I mean, well, somebody see, had to I'm go through an, and map out all the numbers. But I'm not an artist. So I wouldn't have even thought that you would do different color bricks. Yeah. And they are. There's different shades of gray in the brick or painted to look like bricks. But yeah, it's amazing. Hmm. Well, I was trying to think of, I don't know if I know the answer to this, actually, but I know that I saw a whole thing on the Beast Castle in Magic Kingdom and it's really like not tall at all like it's just created to look like an illusion but I was going to ask that but now I can't I I don't I don't actually know the answer so of how tall Beast Castle is but I saw I think it was an Imagineer like standing next to it and it was like not much taller than him (laughs) well you know what's funny is when that was when they were first putting in New Fantasyland with Beast Castle we were riding Dumbo one day and I have pictures of people walking outside of Beast Castle and you could see like the castle is like the size of a person right and he was like a giant next to Beast Castle it was so weird that is so so like the last time I rode and probably ever will ride Dumbo again because I don't like (laughs) but yeah that was worth it for those views yeah that's That's really construction Very cool. All right. Well, April should know this one. I know Lynn knows it too, though. But what does Epcot stand for? <laughs> April. I don't know. Lynn, do you know it? No. Experiential right. something or experimental something or something or something. I don't know. I don't know the whole thing. So. Okay, go, April. Oh, I do know what it is. Go you ahead. Know. Experimental go ahead. prototype community of tomorrow. See? Yay! Yes. Where I'd like to just move to. I'd like to live in Epcot. 
Me too. Which country would you live in? If you could oh. choose a pavilion to live in, what would you live in? Oh, God, this is so difficult. Well, if someone made me live in Epcot because I wouldn't volunteer to live there, it would be American Adventure. But because if I could just watch that show 24 hours a day, I don't think I'd get sick of it. It's but, such a pretty pavilion, but I don't think I could watch that show 24 hours. Same. I love it. I, I think I would live in Mexico because, like, yeah. tequila and Margaritas. yeah, and guacamole. There's a restaurant, obviously. There's a restaurant and a bar. There's the Donald Duck boat ride, like, to keep you entertained. There's mm-hmm. shopping things. And, I mean, if we're going to live there, like, it at least looks like it's, like, a little city in there. So I'll just – I'm assuming that a magical room would open and I could just go into one of those and live in there. <laughs> so, yeah, I would pick I would pick Mexico. It's my jam. See, I would so totally live in Magic Kingdom. You know, in the royal rooms in Cinderella oh. Castle. That's right. a no-brainer. Well, Every well, day, let- I would be the first person to ride pirates and the last person to ride pirates. <laughs> you would just ride pirates all day? Well, no, I would just come out in the morning and ride pirates and go out come out at night after everyone was gone and ride pirates again. <laughs> and I would request to get a, a an ice cream from the ice cream parlor, you yeah. know. Brought to me before they closed so that I could have that for my midnight snack. That and sounds delightful, too. I would too. say hello to Tink as she heads out the window. Me, too. For her daily ride down the wire. That would be a cool perspective mm, yes. to watch Happily Ever After. That would be very cool. Well, you wouldn't see oh, any of it. Well, I know, but to see, like, her <laughs> flying. But you would see some. I think you would see some of the lighting and some of, like, the explosions around you. And just to watch, like. Of the explosions are behind the castle. Yeah, but I think you'd still see flashes. You'd see flashes in the sky. And and who's to say, you know, you could look out one of the back windows and see them. Yeah, and you would just hear, like, the music. It would be so magical. I think it would be cool. And then you see Tinkerbell flying out. Yep. That could be pretty cool. I could. Uh, Okay. Um, So we do need to do a word from our sponsor. I guess I'll do it. Um, So this podcast is proudly sponsored by Coasters and Castles Travel, which full disclosure, April and I are owners of that agency. Uh, Whitney is one of our senior vacation specialists. It's a great job for her clients. Uh, we are full service. And what does that mean? That means that we do theme park, we do all-inclusive, we do cruising. Um, we're not currently specializing in Europe and some other things yet, but uh, that will be coming in the years to come. Uh, so we'll have lots of great announcements coming on that. At the end of this year, I think we'll have some announcements for next year. And, um, and of course, we'll have to announce it here on the podcast. But we will, we, uh, the only thing we really don't do is flights unless it's part of a package. And honestly, because it's usually better for our clients for them to do it separately. Um, but we take care of as much or as little as they need us to do. Uh, we can do excursions for them you know whether they're on land or sea um we can do dining reservations and fast passes if they are if that is a thing again with disney um so there's so many different things we can help our clients with um we can help with any transfers that they need and even just offering recommendations putting together itineraries so a lot of great stuff um so we currently have 47 agents on under contract with the agency 
We do have some more that are in training, so you'll be hearing that increase soon. And um, they are waiting to help you. So please feel free to reach out to us at info at travelcnc.com. That's an email address that comes to the agency. The agency website is www.travelcnc.com. And we do have a toll-free number, which is 844-422-8785. And we are happy to connect you with an agent that would work great for you. So if you want to reach out to us, feel free to do so. We would love to hear from you. And now back to the show. So I don't know who was next. <laughs> I don't remember who asked the last It might have been me because... The last question was about Epcot. Yes. Was the, what the Epcot stood for. Yes. Which is the question that, yeah, Whitney asked. Yes. So, so then, go for Okay, it. your question. Go for okay. it. Okay. Let's see here. What is the oldest attraction in Magic Kingdom? Carousel of Progress? No. The answer is Prince Charming Regal Carousel. It was formerly named Cinderella's Golden Carousel. And it was originally built for the Detroit's Belle Isle Park in 1917. Oh, wow. True trivia. All right. What was the last attraction that Walt Disney personally supervised before his death? I know this. And Lynn should know it because it's her favorite. That's not a hint or anything. (laughs) Pirates. Pirates of the Caribbean. Pirates. Yo, ho, yo, ho. And why was Pirates not initially put into Walt Disney World as a side tradition? I don't know. Because they they figured that people in Florida wouldn't be interested in the Caribbean. That is too close to home. So they figured they wouldn't have an interest. So they didn't put it in. And then when they didn't, people were like, no, you need to have Pirates. So they ended up putting them in. I can't imagine the world without Pirates. I know, huh? How does Hong Kong not have Pirates? (laughs) Still going to go back to that. I don't know. That just isn't right. Hmm. I don't know. I'm going to have to look that up and make sure that that's correct. That's what it said on the internet, but we all know that (laughs) not everything on the internet is always true. So I'll double check. All right. There's misinformation on the internet? I'm so sorry to break that to you. That's not possible. (laughs) But wait a minute. It's on Google. It has to be true. It has to be true. I know. Google doesn't lie. Never. Oh, man. I hope I will- everyone realized that was said with mucho amounts of sarcasm. <laughs> that was a joke. A little bit. <laughs> okay. I'm kind of surprised April hasn't asked this one yet, but because she loves Haunted Mansion. But, oh, man, I just gave it away. <laughs> <laughs> Can you turn it around so that you don't give out the... No. Can it? Nope, sure can't. Oh, no, all right. What's well, the question anyway? Say it anyway, and then you can ask another one. <laughs> I was going to say, which ride is not in the same land at all the Disney parks? Uh, That's a good question, too. I know, gosh, darn it. That was, well, happy. I think the answer is Haunted Mansion. It is Haunted Mansion. Do you know, do you know where it is at other parks? Like, Uh, I don't know the name of the, I mean, I know know Disneyland is New Orleans Orleans Square. Square. Disney yes, World indeed. is um, Liberty Tree, Liberty Square. Square, Liberty Square. Yep. Um, I don't know where it is in the other parks. So in Tokyo, it's in Fantasyland, which is kind of weird. And in Disneyland Paris, it's located in Frontierland. Hmm. Hmm. I know that makes me wonder what that haunted mansion looks like. 
I know, because me too. One in Disneyland looks like an old Southern um, plantation, right? Type thing. The one right. in, um, the one honestly in Disney World doesn't really fit the land. I know it's kind of just like its own yeah. thing. And the, the other ones aren't called haunted mansions in the other parks outside of the country. Mm. What are they called? Uh, there's Phantom. Well, let me try to remember. Phantom oh. Manor. Um, Paris was Paris. It's very interesting. I can't believe I gave that away. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, well, uh, my computer's not Googling, so I can't look up the names of the other ones. Someone else can Google it. What was it? Disneyland Paris? So Disneyland Paris, uh, is that uh, – see, Disneyland Paris is kind of yeah. a spookier one. Yeah, it is super spooky. But to- Tokyo isn't because that's – you know, they're um, – the local culture has different beliefs about ghosts, so they couldn't have an attraction about ghosts. So that's why they have a mi- mischievous monkey that oh. casts spells and does di- different things to the ride. Okay. So it, it's a totally different premise. Well, it is Paris that's Phantom Manor. Okay. And then what's uh, Tokyo? I don't, it just Can't. says Tokyo Disneyland Haunted Mansion. Really? Yeah. Uh, maybe. But I know they don't have ghosts. At least I'm pretty sure. People can, you know, anyone knows it out there, leave us a comment. You can correct us. We got to get ourselves out to. Oh, Japan. we need Asian parks. Mm, I, that's like, Ugh. I want to go to Tokyo so bad. Oh, yeah. It's been so like high on my there. list. Oh, my God. I'd have I to just Googled it and it says that Tokyo Disney is also called Phantom Manor. Oh. Okay. And it's in Frontierland. Yeah, it is in Frontierland. Super weird. See, like, on the Tokyo Disney site though it's literally says haunted mansion on here hmm <laughs> i don't know i don't know either hmm so again we know how wikipedia is so we don't know if this is accurate or not um you're muted april okay so i was actually on i went to um because i googled the, the haunted mansion thing and we don't know how reliable wikipedia is but it does say the Haunted Mansion is a dark ride attraction located Disneyland Park, Magic Kingdom, Tokyo Disneyland, and Disneyland Park Paris, and at Hong Kong Disneyland. Although each location differs in design, riders go through a Haunted Mansion resided by 999 Happy Haunts. <laughs> so they may actually have. Um, so it does say the Haunted Mansion features a ride-through tour on the Omnimover vehicles called Doom Buggies. And a walkthrough show is displayed to riders waiting in the line queue. The attraction utilizes a range of technologies from centuries-old theatrical effects to modern special effects. Uh, featuring special audio animatronics, the Haunted Mansion has inspired two similarly themed attractions, Phantom Manor and Mystic Manor, which exist at Disneyland Paris and Hong Kong Disneyland. So maybe there's two over there. Hmm. Maybe. I don't know. Anyway, interesting. I, I think Mystic Manor may be the one that I'm thinking of with the monkey, but I'm not sure. Okay. So, um, so Whitney, you just did that one. So it's my turn. Hmm. Now I got to find a good one here. How many animals reside at Animal Kingdom? <laughs> uh, if we were on video, you'd get a funny look from April. She's like, ah. Uh. Uh, like, <laughs> so not species. You want how many of every particular animal? Like, oh my goodness. I don't know. 20,000. No. It says there are approximately 1,700 animals representing 250 different species living in Animal Kingdom. 1,700? That's it? That doesn't seem like much, but okay. 
I know. I was going to guess like 10,000. So I think they're lying. I don't know. Of all the. There's probably not that many of each. Yeah, I guess. I mean, even I mean, 250 different animals, that's not a lot of different species. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Interesting. Good question. Here's a fun question for you. What is special about all the plants in Tomorrowland in Disneyland? Very random. They're all fake. <laughs> nope. Nope. What? is so special about them they're all edible what that's what it says i don't know they're i don't know what they are edible. they're all edible yep like could you pick a leaf and eat it or is that frowned upon that, that's really all i got huh. <laughs> it's that's the question and that's I, the answer is they're all edible i feel so that whether research- it's just components of the plant that's edible and not the entire plant which very well may be the case but oh. they're all edible so i don't know it may be like it grows something on it that is edible Maybe, not necessarily. Or it, could be, it could be the root it could be you know who knows i don't know well i'm gonna have to dig into that yeah because I'm was interesting. very curious. Well, you have to go to Disneyland anyway, so maybe you should go there, and that should be one of your, your food days. <laughs> Just eating the Tomorrowland plants? <laughs> I want a vlog of you sampling the plants around Tomorrowland, Whitney. That oh, God, so one is variegated and is green and is long, and, oh, it tastes like aloe. <laughs> when I get kicked out of Disneyland for eating the plants, I'm going to blame the I'm going to say, this was for research purposes, people, okay? I needed to know. The internet, it says they're all edible, so it must be true. I mean, seriously. <laughs> Whitney starts hallucinating. That's hysterical. Then, then, well, then they're, also, like, they're like, so next mushroom. time I go out there, I'm seriously going to look for, see if there's any dandelions. Because dandelions, the greens are edible before the plant flowers. But once it flowers, they become poisonous. Oh, gosh. So if you see us, I'm going to seriously go look and be like, nope, they were wrong. There's a dandelion <laughs> with a flower there. I'm very curious about this, though. That's, I'm just, I want to know what kind of, who do I know that goes to Disneyland a lot? I have friends out there. I'm well, you be have like, to go anyway. You're going to have to look it up. I and know, then but so, I, well, you need to know like what parts of those plants are actually the edible parts. Right. I want I you know? I need you just detail. like gnawing on the bark or are you like actually picking a leaf or <laughs> <laughs> I, need, I, need I think you're walking out of a tree. <laughs> details. I mean in Disney World oh it's frowned upon to like pick things <laughs> off plants? of rides. I don't and think whatnot. they want you to know the bark so. in Disney World. <laughs> So I don't want to be getting in trouble here, but I am quite oh curious. My God. Uh, That's very funny. Well, that was a fun piece of information. If uh, literally, if anyone has any further information on this situation, I am quite curious. We need more. Do we have any listeners out there that are regular Disneyland guests? I'm gonna ask my friends out there because surely. Someone must know. That was oh, gosh. Shirley, don't call me Shirley. That's so funny. <laughs> okay. Oh, All right, Whitney. <clears throat> All right. Which Walt Disney World resort can you find tree houses in to, that you can actually stay in? You both, Lynn, raised her hand first. Go, Lynn. Saratoga yeah. Springs. Ta-da. I would love to check those out. We need to do a resort tour of the tree houses that would be very super cool. hard to. Get. i'm sure but i want to see them i know they look so cool mm-hmm. yeah 
I would love to stay in them someday. It's on my list. Okay, so my last one, I have to scroll up because I found it earlier and then I forgot I was going to ask it. So so this is going to have two parts. So this one's, the first one's probably going to be pretty easy. Um, or maybe I'll just say the second part after you answer it. So which tree sits prominently in Liberty Square? It has a name? But to know what kind of tree? No, like, it has, I, but it has a name. I don't know the name of the tree off the top of my head. I know what you're talking about, and I probably know the answer to the next part you're of your question. You're going to do a face plant when I say it. It's called the Liberty Tree. Oh, oh. Okay. well, that makes sense. <laughs> that totally makes sense. And then the second part is, is that just more just information, Disney World gardeners have grown over 500 new oak trees from acorns of the Liberty Tree. Oh, that's interesting. Wow, that's cool. And what's special about the Liberty Tree? What else is it's special? The logo about the of Liberty Tree, Tree Tavern. No, <laughs> there are lanterns on it, and how yeah. many lanterns are hanging off the tree? Yeah, it's so pretty. Two, thirteen. Oh, uh, okay. Why are there thirteen? The thirteen original colonies. Yeah. Oh, and here's here's my my son. I'm going to totally take an extra question. I'm going to ask you one more because I think it's really interesting. But this one: Why is there different colored pavement? Going through Liberty Square. I know. There isn't, there isn't pavement. It's yeah. cobblestones. Well, well, the street. Round. The street. The, there's the different st- colored streets right. that you walk on through Liberty Square. The middle of it is different colored. Is it I different color through the oh, middle? Oh, well, that, it has to do with the fact that in the olden days, they used to empty their buckets out of the windows. Yes. Yeah. So that, that's the river sewage in the street. Yes. So my son always loves to do that because then he'll like push me like, oh, you're walking in poop. <laughs> yeah. That's what happens when you have boys. Yes. Uh, uh, I mean, my girls do the same thing. Yeah. They're there also pretty. But that's, that's how, you, you know, true to, you know, actuality, they try to make things that they actually color part of the street to be like soup. Yes. But this is a fun question that we'll have to remember about. I'm sure they won't forget. But what is buried within the castle at Disneyland? Walt? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Walt's head? No, I don't think so. <laughs> oh my god! No, that's frozen somewhere, isn't it? Just oh, kidding. No. That's that's not the answer, people. No, it's not just, the answer. Just joking. <laughs> um, hmm. I don't. I have no idea. I'm I'm guessing it's maybe one of those. I forget what they're called. They used to bury them in olden days when they built something, like a time um, capsule. No, it's 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 a masonic thing. Um. I want to call it a four square, but it's not the right thing. Um, I can't think of it. A time capsule? (laughs) (laughs) It's a time capsule. (laughs) (laughs) A time capsule that will be opened on Disneyland's 80th anniversary. Oh, my gosh. So 14 more years that can be opened. That's exciting. That's really exciting. We make reservations. (laughs) I know. We need to be there. I want to see that. So July 17th in 14 years. And I can't even math right now. 2025. Is that crazy? You better be alive in 14 years. We got a lot of work to do. Yeah, for real. We have a lot of work to do. You can't go anywhere. Well, that's Um, over both. That's older than both my parents. So. Okay. I'll be six. I would be 66. So. Well, you can do it. We're going to Disneyland. Disneyland. I believe you're going to Disneyland when I see it. We're going to Disneyland for this. You better not take that long to go to Disneyland. I better not. Phil better not. Where's Phil? He's. We've got to talk to him about this. 
I gotta go. Okay. So mm-hmm. April got an extra question. So Whitney, you get one more, and then I get one more. Oh my goodness gracious! All right. Well, this should be. This is another resort question. Can you name all of the sections of Coronado Springs? No. Come on. I mean, I know there's, there's Ranchero, Rancheros, there's Casitas, there's the Tower, there's the Dig Site. There's another one. I can't. I don't know the name of it. I don't remember the ones over there. All right. Well, you were close. Casitas, Ranchos, Cabanas is the mm. other one. The Tower, I and I guess the Dig Site, even though you don't sleep there. You just... Well, you didn't I say mean, where you could. sleep. You said different sections. All right. Well, I you, meant where you sleep, sleep, but that's there, okay. That's all right. Overnight. <clears throat> yes, this is true. You could you could sleep there. Just you could sleep in a lounge chair. Not all night long. Ha. Okay, I got a good one. How deep is the lagoon at Fantasmic in Hollywood Studios? I have a guess. Three and a half feet. I was nope. going to guess two feet. Nope. Eighteen inches. Oh, what? that's close. Yeah. <clears throat> It's shallower than it appears. It's a vast body of water that has a depth of only 18 inches, yet still holds an impressive 1.9 million gallons of water. Wow. That's crazy. Oh, fantastic. I need that to come back right now. That'll be a little while. Hopefully next year we'll get that back. I don't know if we'll see. But now it's making me think, how shallow is the ferry boat that's through there? Well, yeah. Pretty, that's pretty uh, obviously is pretty shallow. It's probably just made to be like it just kind of glides along the top of the water, so it doesn't really have to be. It's it must thin. just be on a track there that, <laughs> yeah, it's probably doesn't it. really it's probably have a bottom. A well, we know the ferry in Magic Kingdom is on a track too, so right. Yes. right. And that water, <clears throat> not deep. no, I don't think so. I mean, I think it's deeper than 18 inches, but it's probably not, huh? Maybe. I don't know. It might even now be Disneyland is different. I, that has to be yeah. different because of the pirate ship. Because I can't see that pirate ship being that shallow. Right, and that's not on a track. I don't think the pirate ship doesn't go. I don't think it's on a track. Not the way it comes out on yeah. the, to the audience. It's like yeah, insane. I don't think so. <coughs> okay. Well, it was fun. So yes, yeah, so that was our um, trivia night. If you'd like us to do another one of these, let us know. We can always go for more questions. We actually found some. And I actually knew more than I thought I would, which is kind of crazy because I'm not really so far at, at trivia. So we do want to thank you again for those likes, shares, and subscriptions. And do you listen to us using an iPad or I, uh, with the I, I, Apple. Uh, yeah, Apple Podcasts. Thank you. Oh, my goodness gracious. It's one of those days. Um, if you do, please give us a rating. We would love to see some five stars. And if you have some ideas for us, be sure to, you know, Reach out to us either on the Main Street to the World Facebook page or send us an email at that info at travelcnc.com. Um, we would love to have some topics that you guys would love to chat about or to hear about. So thank you, ladies. And we wish everyone. Oh, and don't forget about the, the YouTube channel. Anything new coming up on that, April? So I'm working on, I just put up uh, the Costa Rica excursions that I did on the Main Street to the World YouTube channel, and I have some resort tours on the Coasters and Castles uh, YouTube channel, and I'm going to be putting up Club Med Cancun Resort Tour will be the next one that I get up on Coasters and Castles. Okay. So, you know, be sure to check that stuff out. There's lots of great videos. Um, I think April's family probably wishes she never thought about doing videos because she's constantly videoing now, which is great for us. Yeah, yeah, but you definitely video a lot more than you used to be. Oh, I video. Yes. I don't take more pictures now because I always took 
thousands of pictures anyway, but videoing, yes, I'm always videoing. Well, I feel like you do both a lot of. You know I, mean? I, I do lots you of video pictures. Video, always did and then picture, and then video and picture. Yep. So, oh yeah, I got my system. Yeah. So anyway, please let us know. We'd love to hear from you, and have a great night. And that wraps up another exciting episode of the Main Street to the World podcast, your gateway to the wonders of travel. We hope you've enjoyed this exploration of new destinations and unique experiences. If you're ready to embark on your own unforgettable journey, remember that Coasts and Castles Travel is here to make your dreams And that wraps up another exciting episode of the Main Street to the World podcast, your gateway to the wonders of travel. We hope you've enjoyed this exploration of new destinations and unique experiences. If you're ready to embark on your own unforgettable journey, remember that Coasts and Castles Travel is here to make your travel dreams a reality. Whether you're seeking the magic of theme parks, the luxury of exotic getaways, or the thrill of cruising, our expert team has you covered. Visit our website at www.travelcnc.com to discover a world of travel possibilities. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode filled with travel tips, destination highlights, and inspiring stories. Feel free to connect with us on social media. We're under Main Street to the World on both Facebook and Instagram. And that wraps up another exciting episode of the Main Street to the World podcast, your gateway to the wonders of travel. We hope you've enjoyed this exploration of new destinations and unique experiences. And this sucks. And that wraps up another exciting episode of the Main Street to the World podcast your gateway to the wonders of travel. We, we hope that you've enjoyed this exploration of new destinations and unique experiences. April, Whitney, and I certainly thank you for listening today. If you're ready to embark on your own unforgettable journey, remember that Coasts and Castles Travel is here to make your travel dreams a reality. Whether you're seeking the magic of theme parks, the luxury of exotic getaways, or the thrill of cruising, our expert team has you covered. Visit our website at www.travelcnc.com to discover a world of travel possibilities. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode filled with travel tips, destination highlights, and inspiring stories. Feel free to connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at Main Street to the World to share your thoughts, experiences, and suggestions for future episodes. Thank you for tuning in to Main Street to the World. Until next time, keep exploring, keep adventuring, and keep making memories all around this incredible planet of ours. Safe travels, all!